Welcome to That's Something Broncos podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your resident Broncos talker, idiot Brandon Perna. Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week numero four. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week four, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? Maybe because the Broncos have beaten you down and you never want to watch football again? Well, try to win some money instead to ease your pain. Don't worry, football ain't for you. DraftKings is giving you basketball fans 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week four, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to... Too much! Too much! Welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. This was also my reaction when I realized Tom Brady and the Patriots could both separately win in the same weekend, Perna. What was said here? I'm actually thinking about going on the Kelvin Benjamin nutrition plan, Cam. Can you give me his number? Last week on the best and worst, it was all about those devastating injuries that plagued the league. This week, fortunately, wasn't remotely as bad. Uh, The third week of pro football was all about close finishes, two massive blown leads, a shootout in Seattle, and the most unsatisfying overtime finish you will ever see. And of course, we've got Big Dick Player Awards to hand out this week, plus Adam from Five Points Vids YouTube channel will be dropping his green screen mug in today's episode of the best and worst of NFL Week 3 football. That's good sports. And thus begins the most anticipated sports segment in all sports, best and worst of the week. And just like last week, we're kicking off this episode with our best and worst segment, or as I like to call the worst segment, just the Broncos recap which might be up Tuesday morning. Since I'm lazy though, I'm going to just start the best and worst off with a copy and paste uh, from last week. Worst, we've got the Atlanta Falcons blowing another big lead. I'm a little bit conflicted as to whether this should count as a best or a worst. On one hand, I am disgusted and horrified by the Falcons blowing another lead. This time, 16 points at home. On the other hand, we have the glorious return of Big Dick Nick Foles, who came, 
in for Mitch Trubisky and dropped a three touchdown load right in the Falcons' face, telling Anthony Miller to run to the L in the end zone to hand the Falcons another L with a game-winning third fourth quarter touchdown. Sure, the Falcons were without Julio Jones. They were also without corner AJ Terrell, who was the first player to test positive for COVID this season, lost a couple more defenders during the game, but the Falcons are infected with another virus. Failure. Best, the 3-0 Bears. From the ESPN Stats and Info Twitter account, the at Chicago Bears are the first team in NFL history to win two games in a single season where they were trailing by at least 16 points entering the fourth quarter. Best, the Bills blew a 28-3 lead and then the Rams blew theirs. A real blow off this game was. They blew a massive lead to the Rams, but give Buffalo credit because they did what the Falcons could not do, would not do, played that Uno reverse card and won the game in the final seconds, improving to 3-0. And it looks like Josh Allen finally took out the trash. <laughs> Suck it, Ramsey. Oh, you were garbage on that play. Did they get a little help from the referees on a suspect pass interference call? Sure, but what would the Rams know about that? Also, Josh Allen, in my opinion, is the most likely to lead his team to a Super Bowl win this season after successfully orchestrating a game-winning drive and getting a face mask penalty called on him. You know who else did that? Patrick Mahomes last year against the Patriots. Josh Allen, 300 plus passing yards again, four passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Holy shit, Josh Allen is helping a ton of Bills fans clean house and fantasy. Worst, Doug Peterson played not to lose in overtime. Somehow the Eagles are winless. And you can thank Doug Peterson. In overtime, Peterson opted to punt with 19 seconds left in OT rather than attempt a 64-yard field goal to win. I agree, it's hard to trust a kicker with three preppy first names, like Peterson needed to do with Jake Daniel Elliott. But when you're 0-2, you have to make up ground and get W's, not ties. An extremely low T decision by Doug, and it ends in a T as well. Also experiencing low T today, Joe Burrow after taking a brutal hit from Malik Jackson. Burrow will get back to high T because he's just thankful to be alive today. Best, Odell Beckham Jr. could probably make the Pro Bowl as a cornerback. Just look at Odell's ball skills here as he prevents a Baker Mayfield interception. A very important skill if you're playing receiver for Baker Mayfield. He even gave Washington the finger wag. The Browns scored over 30 points in back-to-back -back games for the first time since Genghis Khan was the most feared warrior on planet Earth. And I can't believe Steph Curry eventually assumed that title. Worst, Dontrell Inman getting flagged for flexing after a great touchdown throw from Dwayne Haskins. Why can't you do this? Dwayne Haskins probably could have used a wide receiver with some DB skills because he threw three picks in the Browns win over the football team. Worst, Decaf Metcalf showed up again as he Leon lets down his quarterback. For what feels like the 25th straight game, Russell Wilson found DK Metcalf deep for what looked like a surefire touchdown, only he got a little too comfortable, and in came Jordan Lewis to poke the ball out of his hands and through the back of the end zone for a touchback. However, DK thoroughly redeemed himself at the end of the game when he caught the game-winning score to push Seattle to 3-0. A best and worst combo, Dak Prescott joins Jameis Winston. 
Anytime you start a football sentence with joins Jameis Winston, be prepared for a worst. But Dak joins Jameis as the only other player in NFL history to throw for 450 yards in back-to-back games. Here's the kicker. Winston. Jameis Winston won both of his games. Dak is just 1-1 one one in his two 450-yard passing performances. Best. Joe Montana saves his grandchild from being kidnapped. Joe, still oh so cool in retirement. Joe Montana subdued a home invader, this is real, who tried to steal his grandkid. Montana de-escalated the situation while his wife Jennifer pried the baby out of the kidnapper's arms. You can get away with raising Arizona, but there's no raising Montana. The intruder was a woman, making Montana's efforts a little inflated, just like his career. Boom, roasted. Worst, the Vikings waste two huge offensive performances. Justin Jefferson had 170 yards. Dalvin Cook had 180. They both scored a touchdown and the Vikings still found a way to f***ing lose. They were on the wrong side of Steven Gostowski's redemption tour though. He hit six field goals, including the game winner from 55 inside of two minutes. Gostowski gets the Gooch Blaster Award. I don't have a graphic for it. Best, the 49ers beat the Giants by 29 despite having about 29 healthy players only. Who had the second most passing yards this week? Uh, Nick Mullins, baby. The 49ers had the revenge on MetLife turf by going up and down that field all day long. Yeah, you like getting stepped on, you dirty, dirty, dirty turf. Worst, just when everyone bought stock in the Arizona Cardinals, they went and lost to the Lions. Three picks by Kyler Murray, including one from the third overall pick, Jeff Okuda, who really slayed the coverage there. Actually, pretty cool of Darius Slay to comment on the tweet video here. What should have been an easy win at home turned into a three-point loss for Arizona. I truly thought that Lions were afraid of cliffs, but I guess Disney lied to me. Just like when they lied about dildos hiding deep in the sea. So much money I wasted on scuba lessons. Best high wattage! I said wattage! That electrical current that you felt coursing through your veins yesterday? That was the three-way meeting of the Watts in Pittsburgh. Three Watt Stadium. Derek, TJ on the Steelers, and JJ on the Texans. Who look like they were ready to get their first win of the season, but Pittsburgh got another 100-yard game from James Conner and improved to 3-0. TJ got a sack. JJ did not. And Derek, I assume, did some cool blocks and stuff at fullback. Something his parents will have to pretend to be excited about at family dinner this week. Yes, Derek, you play football too, son. Worst, Tomb of the Unknown Jet. The Jets are so goddamn horrible that ESPN doesn't even know who's on their team. The guy, who they listed as unknown player, is actually Lawrence Kager. Kager? I don't fucking know either. Who the Jets promoted to their active roster after Adam Gase said they needed anyone with a pulse. The Jets are flatlining after their 36-7 loss to Indy, and if they don't beat the Broncos on Thursday, it could be the end of the Adam Gase era in New York. But, knowing how big of a hate boner Gase has for John Elway, he's probably had this game circled in cocaine since the schedule came out. An unknown receiver, by the way? Also... Adam Gase's Coke supplier. Best, the Colts defense taking 
full advantage of the Jets. Two pick sixes and a safety becoming just the eighth team to ever do that. Why are they tracking two pick sixes and safety stats? I don't know, but that's 16 points by the in the best Rex Burkhead. Two rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, and he was scoring in the most impressive ways, showing no regard for his personal well-being. Is that Rex Burkhead out there or Christian McCaffrey? I literally can't tell because all white running backs look the same to me. Speaking of white guys who look like they should be selling insurance instead of playing in the NFL, Hunter Renfro made a truly impressive catch draped in coverage. That catch kept the Raiders in the game in the first half. And then the Raiders raided themselves of a win by letting Sony Michelle run the ball down their throats in the second half, and Derek Carr parked himself safely in his own end zone. Here is Adam from Five Points Vids with some wonderful isms for 2020 football. Five Points Vids here, and I'm gonna hit you with some new NFL terminology. From now on, blowing a lead will be known as falconing. Reaching on a draft pick, gettlemaning. Counterfeiting will be known as gacing. Say you try to hand off a fake $100 bill, you will be convicted of gacing. And making a bad trade, of course, will be known as an O'Brien. And I'm sure that's the last time Adam sends me green screen footage of himself. Make sure you check out Five Points Vids, give Adam a sub, and show him sports YouTuber love. And now, the prestigious, most prestigious Big Dick Player Award segment. Now, it does feel appropriate to celebrate the Big Dick Player Award segment by giving it to Nick Foles, who made his long, girthily awaited debut for the Bears. Sadly, he did not win the award for Big Dick Quarterback because, and I hate doing this, Russell Wilson gets it again for throwing five touchdowns in consecutive weeks. And he would have thrown six if DK Metcalf had held onto the ball. Unless that's one of those butterfly effect situations where Seattle wouldn't need that late TD to DK to take back the lead. Wilson has thrown 14 touchdowns through his first three weeks, the best first three games in NFL history for passing touchdowns. If he keeps on this pace, he'll have 73 touchdown passes by the end of the season. The great part is that his defense looks so bad, he has to keep it up. If he could play the Seahawks defense every week, he probably would throw 73 touchdowns this season. Ironically, these Seahawks look a lot like the 2013 record-setting Broncos, whose offense lost horribly in Super Bowl 48 to those disgusting birds that I would personally drown in the Puget Sound. Wilson's team improves to 3-0, and our big dick ball carrier goes to Dalvin Cook, whose team falls to 0-3. Yep, despite 181 yards and a tutty from Cook, the Vikings couldn't figure it out for the third straight week, and they lose a close one to the undefeated Titans. You know who else is undefeated? The Green Bay Packers, led by 2020 regular season MVP Aaron Rodgers who threw a touchdown to our big dick receiver, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard, somebody called Tom Grassi, the Lizard King, who I will now just call Jim Morrison to really confuse you guys, hauled in six passes for 146 yards, including a 48 yarder and a 72 yard pass. And finally, big dick defensive player goes to Miles Garrett, 
of the yes, two and one Cleveland Browns, the first time they've had a winning record in 84 games. Garrett helped them climb above 500 with two sacks, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery in the Browns' win over the football team. On one of those sacks, he just grabbed onto Dwayne Haskins' undershirt and brought him down with one hand. If that were a normal Hane shirt, it probably would have ripped in half, but Haskins' resistance band of a t-shirt made out of the atomic wedgie material that ruined so many bearded YouTubers' childhood just would not give. Whoever has the most Big Dick Player Awards at the end of the year will get one free copy of Jelking for Dummies and a That's Good Sports t-shirt to use for cleanup. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. The Broncos recap again, probably gonna be up Tuesday morning along with some Packers talk and the Monday night football recap, whatever the hell happens there. So subscribe, click some of the videos on the screen if you wanna keep watching my shit. Welcome to That's Something Broncos podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your resident Broncos talker, idiot Brandon Perna. Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week numero four. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week four, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? Maybe because the Broncos have beaten you down and you never want to watch football again? Well, try to win some money instead to ease your pain. Don't worry, football ain't for you. DraftKings is giving you basketball fans 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week four, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time. Only at DraftKings, the spot's booked. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.